clap today. No, we don't. We don't have to clap because we're together. Wait, but now I don't know how to start the podcast. I know. I'm like, I'm one, like, two, clap, clap. Oh, we, clap. we don't need to clap. No. Because well, we are together. That's right. Um, it has been so long since I we have know. been in the same place because you have been a traveling. I have been a traveling, traveling, traveling. <laughs> no, I have. We've been gone. Um, my family's been out of town. Thanks for being patient, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Summer break. You know, yeah. it's a real thing. We appreciate you uh, letting us have one. Exactly. And you know, it's necessary. Yeah. Um, yes. No, we had a blast. We did a crazy family road trip. I may have mentioned it, but we actually did it 17 hours each way. And in between each 17 hour trip up and down the coast, uh, my husband and I, we went on our own. I don't even know how long, but like five day journey. Amazing. Yeah, it was really lovely. Were you all just on a road trip? Like no. Yeah, well, we we had a plan. Okay. Um, We went to... So I t- I've taken up golf, everyone. I know it golfer. sounds bougie, but guess what? It's not because it is, it seems like it is. I have a lot of feelings. I've yeah. had a lot of fe- since golf I started. Is, it is bougie, Vanya, but it's okay. It's still a fun sport. Yes, it's good. It's just you know, like does the grass need to be that green? Can we conserve water? True. That's However, no, that. I love that. But I will say there are municipal courses out there that we can afford, like even the person like myself, like you don't have to be a member of things. That's what right. I, that I, I feel about that. Next door to a golf course. It's That's a little right. three par one and you can play for like $6 and right. rent clubs there for like $4. It's so fun. So I, it is accessible. And I think it's one of those sports that like, especially if you're, if you're an adult and you were an athlete as a kid, I'm not being, I'm not going to be like, oh, I was such an athlete, but, but I was, was. Yeah. I mean, I worked out, I, I, it was, she was a, a gymnast. It was my passion. Yeah. I was a volleyball player. I was a softball player, fast, but you know, I was a fat, uh, like a physically active child. And so as an adult doing it, I really like it. It's the first thing that I feel like, oh yeah, this, I can get better at it. And mm-hmm. it, it really, truly, I know it's crazy and I'm going to be like weird here, but I've got my Apple watch. And if I, if I play 18 holes, I burn like 1,200 calories, and yeah, I'm not you even walk joking. For hours, but not even walking. Oh, just from playing. just from like swinging and like wow. you know, I, I'm probably running after my yeah. ball quite a bit. But anyway, <laughs> so we went on this journey, and my husband and I, uh, for our 20 year anniversary. So amazing. We golfed at this place called Gamble Sands. Don't know if you know it. It was hot as hell oh my god it really was but it was a beautiful golf course and so that was our first night and then we drove to vancouver bc which is where he went to he went to college there um shout out to uh studio 58 longara college he was an acting major or whatever uh but we went and we had some dinners and like just saw old play it was so fun to be yeah you went to canada i went to canada i did not know you guys yes it was a little bit scary because i being away from the kids i know it's just like not very far but it felt like far because we're in a different country right so it freaked me out but it was fine and the first day my son he just he called facetimed like sobbing oh no yeah 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 because he's never been away from me oh wow and and my husband but like truly has not been away from me right not since he was born but like since he was cognizant you know because they say they start you can form memories like what around three oh yeah and how is he five? He's, no, four. He'll, he's five. He's five. Yeah. And pandemic hit, he was two. Yeah. And so oh, it's. Yeah, so of course, he's never, he's literally never he's been away from me. He's literally never been away from me. Oh, poor boy. I know. I could see his, 
like what is yeah it was really upsetting and he was with you know his older sister and she was trying to comfort him but yeah so that was sad and then we came back down to washington where i went to college near western washington university shout out vikings i don't really know it wasn't really a it wasn't really an athletic school but we ate all the good things there's a place called the bagelry there that is my favorite anyway gorgeous we played um and then the next night we played in semiamu which is on the border it, it's not that interesting but i had so much fun and then That's we came so back great. home and then so we drove guys, the kids down home you know you like a little golf and like memory lane tour yes i like that that's wonderful for an anniversary one more thing i will say about golf that i like mm-hmm. is no matter where you go it's beautiful and i think in like in lieu of not in lieu of but like in addition to parks where people can go and feel mm-hmm. and see beauty um, that's another place. And I really and like that. Driving a golf cart is the most oh, fun. Yeah. We let my, we took our kids golfing in Ventura, which by the way, it's the only place that's not 110 degrees right now. Although LA is not, but it's still, it's still hot. hot. It's like hitting that 99. Yeah. No mark pretty much on the daily. Yeah. That's, and today I feel like it's muggy. Yeah. It's, it is hot, but it's not the same kind of heat that we get here. It's like I walk right. outside and I'm like, it's thick. It's thick. It, it's, it's a th- thick. old thicky. It's thick <laughs> it reminds me of like the Midwest yeah. and then New York. Oh my like God. All the other places I lived before here. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, I oh, forgot what it Jesus. feels like to swim through heat. I know. Yeah. I know. But we let the kids um, ride, drive the golf courts because that was a whole thing. Oh my God. And they I had a blast. as a kid. Like, it was so fun. No, I mean, you know. My parents would let me, like, just for a little bit. Yeah. We just did for a second. I knew, I just want to, here's my thing. I want it to be fun for them. I don't want them to ever feel like they have to be, have to play golf or have to play any sport, to be honest with you. I'm reading this really cool book called The um, Awakened Family. Mm. I keep wanting to say The Awkward Family, but it's The Awakened (laughs) Family. And it's basically about being just a present person and not putting your shit on your kid. Right. And when things go, things are hard with them. Mm Mm-hmm look inside first because you know and i think a lot of times when you are parents and a lot of people we all just want the best for our kids but you i don't know it's like you want to to, not control but like kind of control every minute of their life so they have a good outcome right because you you're the grown-up and you know things that kids obviously cannot know and you're like i can control this but that's obviously not true because if that was true then we would all have perfect childhood. Ex- well, know? true. And I feel like one thing that I love you guys, mom and dad, but like, because, you know, the fear was so strong about what my life is going to be, all of us kids, that it's hard to let a child be authentic in that way. And I really fought, I raged against the machine a little bit deep mm-hmm. and down inside. And so it was actually good for me to be on the other side of the country because I got to be my authentic self without feeling like I was trying to right. live up to somebody else's idea of what I was supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. And also you do, like like you mentioned, you just want, it's summertime, your kids are, you know, wanting to have a good time. Let them drive the golf cart. <laughs> I'm like, my my daughter, we just were downstairs and my daughter, Avram, was like, Mom, I think it's illegal. I'm like, well, it might be. Just shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, like, don't mention no. <laughs> illegality. It was for two seconds, guys. Yeah. She's she's living. I mean, I don't know. I mean, when Call we were the growing popo, up, like, I don't did care. our kids, like, put us on their laps while they were driving their That's cars? That's very true. Or no seat belts. I mean, you know. Exactly. It's a golf cart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a big, soft, grassy 
Field. Exactly. It yeah. would probably be okay. I don't know if we felt. Um, what have you been doing this summer? Anything well, exciting? It's been see. like a month it's since we've seen month. each other, yeah. right? Yeah, we got together. I feel like the week before you guys left, we went to the movies. Oh and my god, I that was so a fun! Nice little yeah. Hang. Um, I have been working a ton. I had a wonderful visit from my mom, <gasps> oh, which was great. Bets. We had a wonderful time. We just literally. <laughs> She had already been on a two-week vacation with two of her girlfriends to Santa Fe and then Tucson to celebrate 70th birthdays. They're all... I mean, my mom's turning 69.2 or (laughs) 2.0, but... um, it was a really fun, but you know, when you just like when you're on vacation with your yeah. friends, it's exhausting. It's a lot. Yeah. And so by the time she got to me. Two weeks, yeah, too. Dang. That's a long yeah. one. So by the time she got to me, I could, I kind of, we just vibed it out. I was like, you just need to chill. Yeah. So we just chilled. We like drank white wine. I made her watch season one of The Bear. Oh, <laughs> she it's so goddamn loved good. loved it. And then she even wanted to keep going with um, season two. And uh, we just chit-chatted. Our next episode, not this week's episode, but we're going to do a a crime inspired by, or requested. Yeah, (laughs) not inspired by. Not inspired by. (laughs) She had nothing to do with it, but she requested it. So that's going to be our next episode. So I got a chance to actually kind of ask her some questions like I told you I would about, about this story that I'll share with you all next week. And then I've just been, I don't know, it's been kind of a... A crazy true crime time like they just right arrested the um i think it's gilgo beach the long island yeah do you remember that hearing about that when we yes. lived there i definitely do too and at that time didn't they think it was someone in law enforcement they definitely thought it might be because of how like meticulous how and meticulous like it was how, and how there was nothing they couldn't find anything and it it went cold and they kept finding I mean, when they i remember like reading when they found you know the first victims and then they kept finding more victims right because it was was all women except for one One, toddler yeah or something which is like what it it sounds pretty incredible the work that the the latest detective on the case like he was tell me yeah well i mean they just that's a cool thing is uh as technology even though sometimes it's terrifying right gets better Things like DNA, the, the what they can do with like trace DNA. Wow! You know how they got this guy? Uh-uh, no, I don't. Trace DNA. What is found that? on a piece of crust in a pizza box near the scene? Wow! Is how they kind of linked this guy to the scene, and then because now they have him, they can kind of watch him, look into him, and all that stuff, and. They made an arrest, which is just wild because it's been. I mean, there's so trace so, just means like a tiny bit, like just like a whisper, a sliver, like a little whisper of DNA. Whoa! And you know, just even to think to do that to be like, hey, listen, I know it's not like right there, like with the victim, but it's nearby. Let's see if there's DNA on these pieces of crust. Wow. And also, if you're going to be like super meticulous, but you're just going to throw up your pizza box with your eaten pizza in it and like That's on the beach crazy. where you are burying bodies. I don't know. I'm very glad they caught him because it's been going on. Like tr- They've been yeah. trying to find this guy for a long time. And he was like married to a person. They always are. But like, how does, how does one? I remember there, that season of Dexter where the one guy has like a whole family yeah. and all that. Well, look at BTK and look at even, I mean, yeah. even though it was just his girlfriend, like Ted Bundy was living with his girlfriend who had a child, you know, like they have Ugh. a lot of uh, psychopaths, maybe is the right yeah. word, or soci- like they're good at pretending. And compartmentalizing. Yeah, they're good at pretending to be normal people. That's what's so, so scary about scary. them. So um, scary. What else I feel like happened? I, I, 
I feel like there was something else that happened that I was like, holy shit. Yeah. But I can't think of it right now. It's funny. Uh, my daughter is, you know, she's nine going on 10, but she did hear about the... Um, the the Gilgo Beach yeah. killing murder um, serial, serial killer. killer and she was like what's a serial killer what does serial mean because she was thinking like the cereal you oh, eat right. <laughs> I was like oh no cereal yeah, just yet. means like again and again and again yeah. she got freaked out she kept asking me questions and as you know Avrin I always try to be honest with yeah. her that's when you're just like we're just not talking but about I this. did I kept going yeah. and I'll tell you how far I went so oh, how, so she go? was like um well, who was he killing? And I was like, I didn't want to say like sex workers because then I would have to explain that people right, have sex you know, for money. Because like, right now she choose your own adventure. Exactly. If you will here, like, which just say women. I did. I said, well, you know what I ended up saying, yeah. and it was a bit of a fib, but not I because in our neighborhood right now they're looking for a girl who we think sixteen year old who ran away, mm-hmm. um, and is so scary. And like I just want my kids to be like. You know, I just want them to know they don't ever have to run away. Right. I will. If you need anything, I will figure it out. But you know, it doesn't. It's not always that. Sure. Easy course, or yeah. simple. And who knows this girl's situation? Like my brain is going like, what if she got pregnant and she ran away to go have an abortion or mm-hmm. something like that? Anyways, apparently there is a boyfriend involved with this situation. The point I'm making is, I told my daughter <laughs> that a lot of the women had been runaways mm-hmm. or on the streets. Right. Which and that's true. what I said in like a way. And so I just, in a way, I was like kind of hoping it would scare her from ever running away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's horrible. But I'm being honest here. Someday she's going to listen to this and be like, Mom, you bitch. <laughs> no, I. but it is kind of true. I mean, a lot of people who do go into sex work oftentimes yeah. are like. They're runaways. Or, or run or leave their home. Or, yeah. They had to get away. So, and when you're young, it's not like you can just. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead it. You know, yeah. you can just like get a fake corporate job and be like, hey, <laughs> right. my oh my God, that's you know? right. But then, so yeah, so I told her that. And the other thing was, what was it? It was about, oh, I can't remember what else I told her, but it was like, because she was asking, she just didn't understand why they hadn't caught him yet. And I was like, oh, there's bad people out there. Yeah. This is what I told her. And I said, sometimes those bad people seek out the people that are most vulnerable and probably don't have people watching them or right. something like that. I was trying or, to explain. people who will miss them or notice they're missing. Yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, fortunately, I mean, it sucks, obviously, that anybody gets murdered ever. But I do know there was a, uh, an Amy Ryan Netflix film about this story and she was the mother of one of the victims and even though her daughter had been you know a sex worker and had kind of i think run away right on her own this mom like was the one press like telling police you need to find out who did this to my daughter and all this stuff and it's a i can't remember what it's called because i I didn't know we were going to be go down this road. I know, I know. Well, but, can you uh, imagine being the serial killer and watching that on Netflix and being I know, like, I know. they probably love it. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know what a serial killer's brain goes yeah, to. But. I mean, but just what a sick Yeah, fuck. sick fuck. But Glad yeah, he's caught. Just like, just been, you know, dealing with the, the heat and uh, working a bunch and yeah. trying, to, trying to enjoy you know, the last days of summer, even I though like, I feel like my life is kind of summer since I live in California. <laughs> it's true. And, and I don't have kids. And also it, I'm just like, my life is you're having a wonderful life. Yeah. No, I, no, but I will say, I think that summer goes later and later. This, well, you know, yeah. so 
It's I do like a long day. I like a late sunset. I told you that was like one of my favorite Ooh, things. Oh yes, the sun like didn't oh. go down till nine o'clock at night. That's like, how it is up north. It's brilliant. It was like ten thirty yeah. and the sun was still up in Seattle area. That's what I want because like, I, don't really, I like don't really come to life and become a person yes. until like around two p.m. Yeah, and so those short days, you know, where the sun goes down at four thirty. Oh, 4:30, depressing. Like my days two and a half hours. I mean, like my days where I feel like I'm at my full peak. Right. And then it's like two and a half hours later, and night has fallen, and I'm like, okay. But I'm a night owl, so yeah. Matter, no, like but I know what you mean. Time. I know. Yeah. Welcome to Rom Crime. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Vanya. I'm the Rom. I'm Avrin, and I'm the Crime. Or am I? Oh, not this week. That's right. So, hi, I'm Avrin. I'm the Rom. And hi, I'm Vanya. I'm the Crime. So, Vanya <laughs> and I had uh, a mutual uh, interest in a podcast. Yeah. And then Vanya, because as you heard, went on an epic road trip. Also, yeah, got to do lots of listening to good podcasts yeah i love a good podcast mm, man mm, damn mm, mm, they're just mm, so much mm, fun yeah and so she kind of came at me with an idea of what she wanted to talk about and do a crime which i was like yeah girl i'm like okay. I, I have i have i have got the crime slot ready yeah sort I was of like All right, in, in a weird in, in a vanya way in you a, know sure but i love it and so i was charged with coming up with a movie and um i decided to go for the uh 2001 i'm not gonna say hit don't think it was a good hit uh but you know the themes in this movie were spot on so i went with heartbreakers Ooh. starring sigourney weaver and jennifer love hewitt and a slew of other people you got gene hackman in there you got ray liotta you got jason lee zach galifianakis sarah silverman oh dang Bancroft. yeah lots of famous people in this movie huh. did you see it i don't remember it okay so <laughs> it's about a mother and daughter con artist team. Got it. And so what they do is the mom, Sigourney Weaver, she finds a rich dude, gets him to propose to her. They get married and it all happens pretty quickly. But one of the like staples in their con is that she's super religious. So she won't sleep with them until they get married. Uh. Then she gets them all worked up on the night of the wedding and creates a scenario where it doesn't happen. So like she falls asleep or something or whatever, which uh-huh. is what happens. The movie starts with, she's marrying Ray Liotta. His name's Dean. And he's very, it's a very Ray Liotta character. It's hilarious. She stays at the wedding dancing with like every guy there until he finally just like picks her up and carries her out. And then she takes off her wedding dress and she's wearing this hilarious, it's like this full lace bodysuit thing. That's like her lingerie, but it, he can't get it off. Of oh her my God. And all this stuff. And so by the time he, they're finally getting down to it, all of a sudden she's snoring because she acts like she's drinking a lot. Oh, gosh. So the, she gets them all hot and bothered. The next morning, she's like, let me make it up to you. And then she's like, hold on, I'm going to throw up. And he's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go to work. And then the daughter's role is to basically, she comes in in some capacity with whoever the mark is. And after the mom has married him, she gets that guy in a compromising position for the mom to walk in and find. And immediately divorce and get a huge settlement Ah. so that's their con so after the when the movie starts it's ray liotta and um jennifer love hewitt i guess has been working the whole time as like a secretary in his auto body shop and you also definitely get the vibe that he's a criminal like that his business is not legitimate Uh um and he's ray liotta as well so right you know they're leaning into it yeah (laughs) and so uh after this con jennifer love hewitt is basically like, I want to branch out. I want to break out on my own mom. I can do this. I hate that I'm always like this because she's the primary and she's the second. Yeah. And she's like, all right, fine. We'll go to New York and we'll get all of the money out. And we'll split it evenly and you can strike out on your own. But I don't think you're ready. Then they get to New York and find out that the IRS 
is there basically and says like you uh, owe we've taken cleared out your bank accounts and you owe us $250,000 oh my whatever. gosh so Jennifer Love Hewitt agrees to do one more con but there she's like it's got to be big we're going to Palm Beach <laughs> so they go down to Palm Beach Florida I'm just gonna let's just walk you through it they basically yeah. pick Gene Hackman who's like a tobacco billionaire so he's a billionaire who owns a tobacco company. He smokes nonstop. They make him look so disgusting. Oh, God. And just the idea of these <laughs> two women having to, um, you know, they're going to have to pretend they like him. They're definitely going to have to probably kiss him. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but the dynamic between mother and daughter is great because it's like a really kind of typical mother-daughter, but in an uh, atypical way because they're they're thieves. They, they, they do everything bad like when they first get there they get a hotel room because she trips her daughter unknowingly squirts water from a bottle and then they get a free stay at this like luxury hotel but oh she doesn't even gosh. tell her kid she's gonna shove her to the oh ground oh my god and she's like don't trip me you know without telling me first and she's like you're not a very good actress i needed it to look real <laughs> um always telling her she's wearing the wrong clothes anyway side story is while she is kind of waiting for her mom to get Gene Hackman's character to pop the question she is doing like all these other things to kind of help facilitate that and she meets Jason Lee who owns a bar and she finds out that he's the bar is worth the land the bar is on he owns all of this is worth like three million dollars so she's kind of like steps out at her mom a little bit like she's gonna maybe do her own thing and she's gonna get three million dollars anyway things start obviously going wrong Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jason is it Jason Lee? Is yeah, Jason said? Lee. Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, they kind of like, he's clearly into her, but you can tell she's like starting to fall for him. In fact, her mom sees her kissing him and she closes her eyes, <gasps> which is a no-no because it means you're feeling things. Oh, anyway, Gene Hackman no. continues to be gross. The character that Sigourney Weaver <laughs> plays is like a Russian woman who, <laughs> I don't know. There's one scene where he takes her to this like Russian vodka, like bar place. Fun. And the waiter, he's like, oh, she, this is, you know, She's from your motherland. So the waiter starts speaking to her in Russian and all she can do is she's like, da. And so he starts saying like really horrible things and she ends up sneaking him money to be like, please don't tell him that I'm not yeah. Russian. They pull her up on stage to like sing like the national anthem. She doesn't know any of this, right? So she she starts singing uh, back in the USSR. Yeah. So like keep her cover and it's hilarious. And Sigourney Weaver, I have to give her props. Like even though I would say this movie is... Yeah, yeah. Then, like, there's some great moments. There's some very memorable moments. The movie itself, in and it as a whole, is like it's okay. It's too long. I'll say that. Oh my god. But the the actors in it really go for it, and, and a I'm, good cast, and a great yeah, great cast. I mean, the fact that like Zach Galifianakis and Sarah Silverman have like four lines each, like they're just Jason wow. Lee's best friends, um, who are just there. But they're you know they don't have real. There's no real character yeah. there or anything like that. Um. So it turns out, well, spoiler, no one's going to go back and watch this old movie. So it turns out that uh, we discovered that the whole IRS thing, yeah, that was actually a lie. <gasps> that was Sigourney Weaver conning her own daughter because she didn't want her to leave and break out on her oh. own. So she had her old partner who taught her everything she knows pretend to be the IRS Damn. to keep her there. But then because her old partner is also a con artist, it turns out she totally took all their money. <gasps> so uh, then Ray Liotta decides he wants her back. He comes back. He figures out when he sees them together that they conned him. <sighs> There's like a thing with the bar and getting married. So like Jason Lee proposes to Jennifer, like get married like two days after. Like it's been a week and a half. Oh my Or maybe God. a month. One month is I think the span. Gene Hackman pops a question, but then keels over and dies. Because, you know, he's like, 
that would have worked really well (laughs) and it's um it's funny i i was trying to find like good reviews but i couldn't really find like long you know like right yeah but i thought this was kind of great so here are two reviews that could not be and these are just one-liners from the review but they couldn't be more like different so from newsday jan stewart wrote there are not enough hefty bags in all the home depots to contain the trash generated by this (laughs) vulgar burlesque And then from the New York Times, A.O. Scott said, naughty is an outdated word in an era of proud nastiness, but Heartbreakers has a slinky teasing quality that recalls the dressed up comedies of the studio era. Okay. So like, you could definitely check this movie out and love the shit out of it. You Where did also, you watch it? I watched it on Max. It's streaming oh, okay. on Max. If oh, you have good. That. Otherwise, I think you could definitely rent it on all of the platforms. But it was fun because it was a movie I had seen when it came out. And rem- I mean, remember it yeah. enough that it immediately came to mind to me when you said something with maybe like con artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely laughed a lot and also just was like, wow, the early 2000s fashion is something, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like the baby doll dresses that like, oh my God, you know, that yes. look like a t-shirt almost, but like fitted and then they barely cover your bum. Yeah. Like, that's the whole costume for Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. And then Sigourney Weaver does get to wear some pretty fabulous like over the top stuff. She's amazing. And she's just so good in it. And I would just, watch anything with her. Yeah, I might I, have yeah. to check it out. I was like, you should totally watch it, ba- you guys. I, ba- I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not like saying like, this is the greatest movie ever, but it was so much fun. And for Sigourney Weaver alone, and Ray Liotta, they have like a, it's great. I don't want to, I won't give away everything that happens, but I kind of did. Well, I love, I, I, I really want to see it now because all those people I love so much. And I'm so glad that you came up with this because it really, it dives into, okay. So as a driving person for 17 hours, mm-hmm. so wait, we probably were in the car. I will say my husband and I, not including the kids, but let's say Close to 50 hours because yeah. we drove all around. That's a long time. Yeah. And a lot so of hours. the first leg up, we listened to a podcast that actually we let my daughter, like my son had his headphones on and he didn't, he wasn't interested anyways. Right. But we listened to the uh, podcast called Scamanda. Yes, which is the one that I've listened to. And as you, well. yes, I that's right. Because you texted about it. Oh my God. I was like, holy shit, you have to. It was, it's, first of all, it's a great, it's well, very well made and I like mm-hmm. each episode reveals a little bit more. So just in terms of like podcast making, yeah, oh my really God. nicely done. I don't, again, all these podcasts that I'm going to talk about, I don't want to blow it up because I feel like it's summer and if you, if you haven't listened to Scamanda yet. Listen to Scamanda. And go on a road trip yeah. or whatever, you still have time. Yeah, it's When you have to do like all the shopping for back to school. There you go. Popping those, you know. AirPods. clean summer cleaning yeah. whatever i'm telling you so I, this happened back in 20, 2012 mm-hmm. it started and it was before like instagram was super huge and like blogging was like the thing blogging was the thing yes and this chick her name's amanda riley and she's this like cute little bubbly beautiful lady and she just lives life to the fullest right and she's like a, a yeah she's kind of saintly if you will and yeah. she's a church goer she's super like into helping out her her neighbors and her yeah. you know, fellow man. Right. Well, because we meet her in this in this podcast. She is actually a teenager. Uh, she's helping out a family whose daughter has cancer. 
and and is like immunocompromised or whatever i forget what they call it but can't go out into the world so they have this girl amanda come in and teach her daughter cheerleading because that's just who amanda is and the family loved her like they thought she was fabulous and sweet and kind exactly well i'm gonna cut a little bit forward she ends up marrying the husband of that guy and they never in this podcast they never talk about it like it was a thing that had started long ago but how the hell could it not have well that's the thing is like you know it had like even though they don't necessarily go into detail of like did he leave his wife because he was gonna they don't but but i mean if she's been in this house since she was 17 and they get married what she's 25 26 yeah i guarantee you i'm just sorry but but maybe i'm wrong that's my own like thoughts but so yeah so she they get married and i'm not sure how this woman because she's definitely the mastermind of all this she Okay, so Amanda Riley, she blogs about can- her cancer journey, um, and she had a Hodg- she had a Hodgkin's lymphoma lymphoma diagnosis, and she right after she had her a baby, a baby, her first son, with her new husband, who is the father of the other girls that thought of her as a big sister. Yeah, yeah, and there she's just a sick person. She rips her. the other family apart the daughter from the first marriage and they try to get custody it's a whole crazy battle this is it's an eight-part series it's so worth it but as you're listening i or as i was listening i'll speak for myself i just felt so enraged because she was one of these people well first of all most people we've known i've known people who've died of cancer and it is devastating it is the saddest fucking thing in the world and to take that pain in people and use it to gain money on your own oh my god yeah. what an asshole but she would she was part of one of those mega churches mm-hmm. and would would go up on on stage and just she would you know um share witness her stare her share her story about her journey and then they would give she had a GoFundMe, you know like she had all these things where people were giving her money all the time for her mm-hmm. cancer that the insurance wasn't paying for and this and that even the pastor of the mega church was like okay now this uh pot of yeah this is, collection plates for yes, amanda specifically and so yeah. she and she did crazy things like one time she, well i really do want you guys to listen it's it's such a great journey because um she's such an asshole and it's so interesting how how this even became like became a story, right? So yes. there is this investigative, jur- or, yeah, yeah, investigative journalist yes. named Nancy. Yes, right. I got that right, Nancy. Uh huh. Yep. And some she gets like an anonymous email that yeah. just says, "I know you look into, you know, you're an investigative journalist. I think you should look at this blog." And this woman, because of her own connection to cancer and what it has her taken, father her, died, her right? Sister, her sister, yeah. Um. She immediately can because this, you know, when you're close to someone, when your sister, you watch somebody that you love and are close to go through it, you kind of know what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, and, and the so stages towards the like, end. She's and... a little suspicious of this blog. Doesn't really make sense to her. And in a, and she even admits it because she's a big part of the podcast. She's one of the producers, I think, even. But she becomes a little bit obsessed, right? With, with figuring out how to stop her, right? Once she becomes convinced that she knows what what's happening here and it's crazy because they she uh you know then later on when the years pass it's not just the blog it's the blog but it's also instagram and it's facebook Mm -hmm. and you can kind of watch the journey of like how this woman amanda is like spinning these lies yeah and like 
going to New York and seeing Broadway shows and meeting the cast because she's, you know, yeah. a cancer survivor, stage right. four. But it's crazy. She'll have cancer stage four and then she'll be cancer free. Bless yes. God. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and then she'll go back. She'll go into remission, be mm-hmm. cancer free, and then she'll relapse multiple times. And don't they even find out that like she'd been pulling this scam maybe since college? Yeah. Even though the blog of it all, that's like where the proof of it is. Yes. Like it didn't happen until 2012. Oh, it's just such an interesting listen. And all and poor people, Nancy, and the lady Nancy, who was the also, journalist. Yeah, I know. We, we won't spoil that. Yes. But like, there's a lot that Nancy, like personally, is affected by what Yeah, happens. she's a victim in a way. She's, yeah, she is named as one of the victims yeah. of Amanda Riley. Um, but it's cool because basically it leads to like the first ever of its kind in terms of the way that it's a crime and how you can yeah. be uh, punished for it. Yes. Which I won't, I don't want to give away what that is, but it's like the first of its kind. Right? Yeah, I think so. Well, it is a, w- yes, it is. It is a way now because I was looking into the research of like con artists and mm-hmm. scammers and like, you know, biggest con artists out there, Ponzi, right? The Ponzi scheme the guy. Tinder swindler. The Tinder swindler. Um, Bernie Madoff. Yeah. All these people, well, they're higher or maybe not Ponzi, but like you have to have a record. There has to be like, money moving mm-hmm. online in a way to to see it actually happening but people are con- there's con artists all over the place oh, yeah. i was talking to my husband and you know uh we were talking about how back when we worked at the bar and our boss got called and was told that the power was going to be shut off because we didn't pay and yada yada and all you need to do is get these um gift certificates and pay them right away and she did it oh no yeah which it felt like maybe she, she i don't know where and why but she totally got scammed it was like 500 dollars, something like that and then the, also our friends um aaron it happened he was he he didn't he was all the way he was driving to the police department police office because he was like i think this is a scam but you know you answer the phone somebody tells you your money is in jeopardy or right. the IRS has like, you owe all this stuff. It's so anybody out there listening, I know it's scary sometimes, but it is. Yeah. And also it's just scammy. One of those, it's like, you know, uh, yeah. Scams are, don't give your information, never give your information to anybody over the phone, period. Yeah. No matter what they tell you, just because one, that's not a thing that like reputable businesses right. or absolutely government groups would ever require you to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's it is terrifying because sometimes it's like just clicking on it exactly you're done for yeah you know like even if you just open that email or you open that text I know you don't even have to provide any information they're in it's so scary and I I just think about all the like there's the all the COVID scams where people took relief money I mean there's like I don't know it's it's wild but this woman Amanda Riley is such a piece of shit it's not even yeah it's not even uh, i mean it is about the money she stole uh, yeah and about money that should have gone to people that actually, actually needed, needed like it. yeah but it's like the emotional absolutely robbery, thievery mm-hmm. like she robbed all of these people who truly loved and believed her story and like were you know invested so much of their oh the babysitter yeah their oh energy, the babysitter the kills babysitter. me you gotta you gotta oh and it's just kind of like it's like she basically like stole love from so many people yeah and i think that at its core is what makes her just the worst and it makes me you know you you got to be careful when you go to church guys can't believe everybody i'm just saying i don't know there's some bad people out there <laughs> i yeah. mean you know i just was listening 
That's the other one I was I was like I, I was listening Tell to me. a podcast about. Well, no, it's just a quick sidebar, but it's about the um, the pool boy and the president of that like super super religious like evangelical college, and then they eventually had to oust him because it turned out his wife was having an affair with a, a guy they met basically who was like a cabana boy at a hotel, but oh. but he was part of the affair. Like he watched them. Like it was Uh-oh. always the three of them together. But they, this, you're not allowed to like drink or smoke or have sex before marriage. It's like all these tenets of the school he was the president of. What? And anyway, it came out. It's like, what is his name? Like Falwell, Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, yeah. I listened to a podcast that was like a, kind of in the same vein, like several episodes. Um, I can look forward to so that I can throw it out there. Okay. If you guys want to check. But anyway. No. He's I, a con artist in a, in a different way. The pool boy? No, or the, the pool boy. Just Jerry Falwell. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. pretend to be. 100%. Something they're not. And <laughs> the pool boy a, just was getting the, some nookie. The nookie. pool boy was just like a young boy that was like, hey, this is a hot lady. Sure. And I guess I don't care if her husband wants to watch. But yeah. Can you imagine? Wild. Some old guy in the corner. Yeah. Um, could happen, though. Okay, so another on our way home we listened to one other podcast and it was also it was also about a scam artist okay and it's called it's you can find it on campsite media i think is the um network it's called chameleon uh the hollywood con queen it's about the hollywood con queen and josh dean and vanessa gregoriatis they were the journalists on it they put this they put this podcast series together so well. There's like voice uh, nice. memos or, you know, there's you have it's it's insane. I don't even know how to explain it. And this is this guy or sorry, excuse me, this con artist, this con queen didn't take love from people, but it but they took the hopes and dreams of actors and actresses and um, and um what hair people oh, makeup yeah. people like they the conned industry people. all industry people but nobody on the top it was all these like b level not b level but like people who are just about to break in like people who had done a couple co-star roles and they would call this person and say hey hi i'm this i'm this big time um movie producer Aww. they would pretend to be deb deb i forget her last name but the one she's married to the guy who does the marvel movies anyways but he pretended to be her and was like totally messed up. And all these people, and we're talking hundreds and hundreds of people, would get them to Jakarta. Wait, what? Get them, yeah, would fly them to Jakarta. They would usually be paying on their own dime. Once in Jakarta, they would be driven around because they were they're supposed to be scouting for something or being or taking inspiration for like makeup or costumes or um photography or eventually he moved um sorry eventually the uh con artist woman moved from um the art the actors and the hollywood people to like celebrity chefs even getting enrique iglesias over at some point wow. and stealing money from from these poor people and more than anything and why why jakarta like what was the point of like the, the, the con artist doesn't even get the money for like the ticket to jakarta if they are paying it's it. complicated okay. you have to listen so i think that the con artist had to have been from there or was okay. from there um they're still they're still trying to figure out mm-hmm. but uh the person is conning scamming people and it's not just for 
the the little bit of money they get from each one of these people. Right. In the scheme of things, it does seem like the con the Hollywood con queen did get more than a million dollars, but that's not even that. I mean, that's that is something. But what they because they have audio clips because eventually people started to record some of these conversations like one of the guys was a uh, workout you know like a trainer guy and he was supposed to go to jakarta to scout and to like go set up a gym locations for like some big movie that was going to come out but anyway some of these calls were recorded and you could hear the con artist getting off on fucking with these people and i think that was part of the just the thrill of con yeah yeah so you'll so i highly recommend it it's called the chameleon it's called chameleon um chameleon hollywood con queen it's so messed up it's just beyond but it was for me it was like as riveting as the scamanda i just wanted the next episode so okay it's another good one yeah i found the name of the oh tell me it's just called in god we lust oh my gosh and uh yeah, totally not. I'm going to check that one out. This was just as a story that we all know because it broke in the news. But yeah, it was an interesting listen. But that sounds amazing. It's it's so wild. I definitely felt upset a lot because it was these people who, you know, because we were I was an actor and yeah. I worked. So, I wanted so badly to be successful in the industry in a way that was very small in my mind. I had a small square of like what I thought the success was. Right. And so honestly i wonder if somebody could have conned me even back then you know because you like you want it so bad you know and anyways it's a fascinating because there's different you hear from every single one of the victims and then you hear um the con queen's origin story and it's bonkers we do we do so i just i'm trying not to give it away but i totally appreciate it but so when did this can i ask just like time period because obviously it couldn't have been that long ago it was not long ago because what happened it probably started around the similar 2013 Mm -hmm. and then off and on and then pandemic hitting Okay. They had the um, Conquin went kind of underground. Sure, sure. Because so, but there was there was a federal investigation oh, going on. So okay. all sorts of crazy stuff. I am excited. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So more. Po- hey, listen to a podcast to hear about podcasts. Right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I mean, I think that's brilliant actually because it's not it's summertime. There's not yeah. you know going to be television probably or movies for a long time. So get into podcasts. Right. Right, that's right. And we're happy to share our recommendations. Totally, totally. Um, I'm so going to listen to that. Chameleon. Yeah. And Scamanda. And Scamanda. If you haven't listened. And guys, reach out to us. Let us know if you've listened. I want to hear your thoughts. But damn. Holy Good stuff. Oh, I'm excited. Yay. I'm excited. So guess what we're going to do now? Uh, Avra and I are going to go to the pool. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to go hang out at the At my community pool. it's, um, It's so hot. You can swim outside yeah so we're gonna go get some relief in a pool and maybe a margarita because why not definitely go get yourself a margarita if you're at home yeah make it a a margarita make it a cadillac all (laughs) right purple (laughs) (laughs) oh you guys inside joke but seriously how do they make the drinks purple yeah it's gotta be food dye why is it just called like purple and not a flavor right like have a grape which i don't know if a wait grape tell them real quickly she had to make a purple nurple for somebody oh i did somebody ordered a purple nurple or nurple <laughs> which i did not know what it was i, I would was have like, to i would have I to look it up it. and um yeah it's like a malibu cranberry blue curacao type 
thing, but I was curious. I'm like, oh, are there good grape Dang. drinks? Yeah. So now I have to make myself like a Concord grape puree Ooh. from scratch or like a simple syrup with it or something. It sounds know, fun to me. It looked so pretty. Let's Not the it. drink I made, the things online. Maybe we should bring back an episode of oh, yeah. Rom Crime Cocktail Time. Yeah, we should. All right. Is it grape season? Uh, yeah, sure. I, think the year I don't round, know. Right? I have I no idea. Sure. Yeah. Season. We can get them. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, rom criminals. That's and, right. Um, we're excited to be back, and yep. we will see you next next Tuesday. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to Rom Crime with Avrin and Vanya. Episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all things Rami and crimey. You can also follow us on Instagram at Rom Crime. Or email us movie and true crime suggestions at romcrimepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.